Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon and good evening. I'm not sure what time zone that you're tuning in from, but I deeply and immensely appreciate your two ears, okay? Uh, before we get started, uh, I've kind of had this week-long epiphany of pretty, of pretty women, like real attractive, fine as hell, thick in the waist. You, like, we already know what I'm getting at. Um, but what I've also began to realize is a lot of these women don't have any substance. Like, they, they, they ain't never talking about nothing, and they always involved in some drama. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, there's, I, I love y'all, like, to the death of me. But a lot of y'all will always be just that girl. Yeah. Can I talk to you for a minute? Look. All I did was look. Why you tripping? I don't know why they be tripping. They be doing the same damn thing with their girlfriends. Check it. Hit me. Baby, look, I'm tired of trying to convince you that I ain't caught up lying. When she walked past me, I look so addicted. I don't understand how that can make you feel that my love ain't for real. Baby, 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah.
She's fine as hell, but she'll always be that girl. Nothing more than that girl. No matter what she do, she just can't be Yo, I hope y'all remember that one. I don't even know what fucking year that was from. How's everybody doing this morning financially? Okay, okay, maybe maybe you still broke out here, still waiting on that stimulus. But I think by this time, you might want to call somebody because uh, <laughs> uh, that shit is late, baby. Anyways, my name is Scumbag Millionaire. Welcome back to No Rap Before Nine, everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Quick couple of little, I guess, like minor... Uh, I guess we'll, we'll call them fucking headlines. I don't, I don't really know what I want to call them. So, um, Tory Lanez has, uh, there's a petition to get Tory Lanez deported back to Canada. There was an original request for like 5,000 signatures. Um, and now, uh, a couple of weeks later, we're at a whopping like 19,000. So I guess it's safe to say that a lot of women, uh, want him out of this country and deported back to fucking Canada. I also know that, um, the election is right around the corner. And upon listening to the radio the other day, um, you're not going to believe this, but the baby is in huge, 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 huge support of Kanye West. Uh, that shit's fucking ridiculous. If you ask me, bro. Um, and he actually released a quote on, I'm not sure if this was on Twitter, but I, I know it's out there. So if you look for it, you'll be able to find it. It says, quote, you got me fucked up. If you don't think I'm voting for yay uh okay okay all right um now the baby like a lot of other peers that i have are using their platform for a bunch of bogus shit and it's crazy because i know a lot of cats out here that are doing cool things and they're using their platform for like the worst fucking messages ever pardon me personally i use my platform to inform people of you know maybe not the most ideal things to know, but like some important things to know. I also use my platform to make people laugh, uh, to give someone like, I guess I will call it a fucking escape. A lot of people tell me all the time when they tune into the, to the No Rap Before Nine show, they'll sit the phone there, they'll let the story fucking rock. And man, I really appreciate y'all. Uh, Pop Smoke voted off the double XL freshman class. Uh, I personally feel like Pop Smoke was way too fucking big for that goddamn uh, freshman class, and I mean, ever since that Wale, Yellow Wolf, Wiz Khalifa, uh, I mean, there was like three solid years of double X, double XL freshman class covers that were actually dope. The rest of these fucking rappers that are dropping on this shit, I, I, I mean, I ain't kept up with in years, but I feel like a lot of them are just bubblegum rappers, bro. I want to backtrack a little bit, and I want to talk about uh, this election. Uh, now, first and foremost, it is it is important. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just piggyback off what the commercials and the media are telling you, and telling you that your voice does count. But then there's also the other side of my Gemini, and that side is going to tell you that you're a fucking fool. The government runs every goddamn thing out here, and everybody from George Washington to uh Obama Barack Obama ain't nothing but a goddamn puppet. You know, a lot of us in this generation love to focus on the bad. We, you know, even when literally when anything happens, no one cares about the good thing that happens. Uh they're always focused on the bad. What's always in the media? Bad shit. What's ever in the media that's that's good. Would you ever turn on the news and like see some good shit? Like, oh my god, that is so wholesome. Yes. I'm so about that. Fuck no, you don't. So here's what I'm trying to get at. 
Uh, I, I know that everyone has seen Kamala Harris. I believe that's her name as Joe Biden's running mate. Uh, now, please don't be so woke to look at all of the negative shit that she's doing that you're still going to keep Donald Trump in office. Uh, here's the thing. I don't like getting into politics. I don't like talking about politics. It's terrible. You'll never really hear me talk about that shit. Why? Because <laughs> go fuck yourself, dog. <laughs> like you, you really think because you voted... That, that the world is going to change. Now, I'm like, I know, I know also how you're looking at me and hear, listening to me say all this type of shit. It's like, man, bro, you just got shit fucked up. You sound ignorant as hell. You sound like da 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 da. Cool. Guess what? I'm entitled to my own fucking opinion. But let me tell you this Donald ain't got no fucking, um, he ain't got no, uh, no experience as a politician prior to this term. Okay. I know black people that voted for him. I know Spanish people that voted for him. Why? Because I guess at the time he was the lesser of the two evils, right? Okay, cool. You got Kamala Harris in here and everyone's pressed that she's a black woman and, you know, the future is female. And I'm all about that shit. But I mean, do y'all know that, you know, she's all for prison reform? Like the, the do y'all know about the Minnesota Act? Let me, let me see if I can pull something up on the Minnesota Act right quick. Um, let's see what we got right here. All right. So in 19... 19- all right, so the Minnesota Freedom Act is a bail fund in Minnesota founded in 2016 where they basically pay bail for people that have been arrested and are awaiting trial. Uh, now, Biden is a, is a crazy full supporter, okay? In addition to that, in 1994, Violent Control slash Law Enforcement Act, the crime bill is what people call it. And let me break down what the crime bill is. Um, if you steal a car, okay, and you get pulled over, you are not just getting a grand theft auto charge. You're getting a robbery charge. You're getting a reckless endangerment charge. If you, you know, swerving across the lane, that's a fucking, that's a possible manslaughter charge. Reckless, reckless endangerment charge. Do you guys see where I'm going? It's basically like when you commit a crime, they can just slap all these other things on top of it that just get you into further shit. Okay. Biden stands for this stuff. Okay. He also stood for gutting welfare back in the 1990s. Can you imagine right now? where your grandparents or your older siblings or like your your older aunts or uncles or cousins that don't you know aren't necessarily financially you know stable where would they be right now i tell you where they'd be they'd be in group homes they'd be homeless on the goddamn street or they'd probably be dead you know and this is the guy that we're voting in the or who's in the presidential race because let's be honest bro uh two percent of black voters are are voting for kanye two percent is way too fucking much for someone who has no fucking uh, politics background whatsoever. But again, here we are. We're we're voting for the lesser of the two evils. Now, let me tell you something. Off rip, I would love for Biden to be in office, mainly because he has fucking experience in office. He knows how to run a country. Donald, you over there running the U.S. like a fucking business. And like, like I've said, like I already just said, I know black people that voted for him. I'm not endorsing either one of these candidates. I just want you to see the negative shit. Why? Because that's all you give a fuck about. You don't care about nothing good that they're going to do. Is it really going to affect you? Or is more of the bad things they're going to do going to affect you? I'm just super curious, bro. I mean, that's all I got for this presidential race. I'm not, you know, cool. I'll give you the whole cliche. Your voice matters. Get out there and vote on voters registration. What? What? No, no, no. Get the facts. What do you think is going to benefit you in the next, I don't know, four to 10 years? Don't, don't be listening to outside opinions and sources. I've literally, I don't need to go through the list of, of negative things about Donald Trump. I think like we've all known for the last four years, like just all of the, the blasphemy and just, man, there's something wrong with that dude. Um, now, 
we are worried about the post office and this whole situation. Now, I, I haven't read too much into this. I don't know a lot about what's really going on. But what I can assume is that the post office, uh, USPS, whatever, is in jeopardy of, uh, you know, being gone. Uh, there are pictures all over Twitter of trucks picking up mailboxes and, you know, collecting them and, and shit like this. And everybody's like, well, you know, how's the world going to survive, you know, and all. And, but let me tell you something. I was listening to the Steve Harvey show some months back when quarantine first started. Okay. Back in March slash April. And he made a very good point. And this is the point that I want to bring to your table right now. When, when we were all getting stimulus checks and getting a thousand dollars a month, where do you think that this money was coming from? Because if, if, allegedly the U.S. is in, in, in crazy debt, to my understanding, okay? I don't really know. I don't be trying to find out how much money the U.S. got because that shit ain't got really nothing to do with me. I'm worried about paying my fucking mortgage. You hear me? Um, now, he made a good point. Like, okay, cool. Where Where is this money getting pulled from? Let me be the first, one of the first people to tell you that it's going to get pulled from places like school systems. And like what's going on right now, the, 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 the post office, I'm not sure. Like if the government funds, like, I don't know how that's all those things work. I don't pretend to know. Like I, like, I don't pretend to know how that shit works because I don't, but here's my thing. If you pull from one place, something else has got to suffer. Think about when your kids go back to school. Eventually, will there be free? Will, will lunch, will lunch provided by these counties even be an option or we'll have all of that money been, you know, siphoned off and given to us for however long we were sitting out here on uh, on unemployment checks. So, I mean, you you kind of got to, oh my gosh, why is this happening? Because you got three months of unemployment checks, you know, for a thousand plus fucking dollars. That's why all these businesses are going under now, because there's no money from the government to fund these things. Uh, I mean, on the other hand, there are licenses going up left and right to open up restaurants every other block in Washington, D.C. I just don't understand where this money comes from. And and, it, and if all this is happening, there should be no reason why you, your damn self, can't go out there and get some fucking money. I read something that said that making money is a skill. And at first, I didn't agree with that because I was like, what the, what the fuck do you mean? But the more and more I internalized that and and really like dug deep into that concept, it really is a skill. Like you've got to be able to promote and market yourself in, in certain aspects to people that make them want to spend their hard-earned money on you. Read a quote uh, some months back, and it um, I think a lot of times I just be really extra sensitive toward these topics uh, just because I feel like I get a lot of shade. But I get a lot of shade from the wrong type of people. And then that's when it rubs me the wrong way. And then that's when I like want to cuss somebody out and put them and call Bubba up and be like, through the tables, you know what the fuck I'm doing. All right, just showing my age a little bit. Um, what I'm getting at is um, how jealousy comes in the form of jokes. Uh, I'm a very outgoing individual. I've only been like this for maybe like the last two years. I was definitely on like a why doesn't the world love me soul searching path prior. Uh, but now that we're here and we have arrived, um. I'm I'm not taking no shit, really. Um, and the reason that I say things like that is because, you know, when you do things out the kindness of your heart or you show that you're a hustler uh, or you show that you're really ambitious and driven or, or you want to just do something, period. A lot of your closest, a lot of the people that are closest to you will make jokes. And it's mainly because they don't have the same type of heart you got. 
Um, you know, for example, I had a, one of my nieces had like a birthday party this past weekend and her favorite movie right now is Coco. I don't really know if it's her favorite movie after what transpired over her birthday party, but I'm just going to keep saying it's her, it's her fucking shit. Okay. So what I did is I, I, I used to have an older sister that would dress up for all the family's birthday parties. I'm talking like clowns, dinosaurs, Sesame Street characters, you name it. And it was a big part of me that wanted to do this. Just because I know I like I don't have friends that have heart like that. I don't have friends that would go on a women do nothing like that. And that's what separates me from a lot of my my peers. Damn near every last one of them. So I dressed up as Coco. I had the uh, I had the red hoodie, the blue jeans. Got the little guitar as my prop. I spent like a week learning the Un Pollo Loco song. I don't know if y'all know that fucking song, but that shit's fucking fire. And it's super crazy because at the in the chorus it says I I guess it's a, a blessing that I'm a little un poco loco. Poco loco means like a little bit crazy. So I guess it's a blessing that I'm a little crazy because, okay, but let me get to the point. Uh, I posted a picture up on my Instagram, right? And I'm getting all sorts of direct messages and texts about like how I'm a fool and how I'm a clown and how I'm this and how I'm that. And you can go fuck yourself, bro. You know, and, and the reason that you can go fuck yourself is because you, y'all niggas don't have no heart. Y'all don't, man. You too afraid of what the world going to think about you. You too afraid of being embarrassed. Now, let me tell you something. Ain't none of y'all niggas doing nothing to the point where someone's going to look at you and put you in the news like that. I know, I know way too, like, like, man, I'm the, I'm the type of dude that's like, I, I don't really even know how to explain it, but. Just just keep what I said in the back of your mind, man. Whenever you you striving for something or whenever you doing something, you know, especially like for my entrepreneurs out here that's like coming up with clothing brands and shit like that. You know, a lot of motherfuckers out here ain't got no bread, they ain't got no drive, and they can't, you know, get their first project done and out the fucking way. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna make jokes at you, they're gonna try to shame your brand, you know, and don't don't take that type of shit from nobody, dog. Like absolutely nobody. You worked hard for that shit. It is out here and a thing because of you. No one else put that time in because of you. Don't don't let people undercut what the fuck you out here doing. In in all actuality, they wish that they could be doing what you're out here doing. But it all reverts back to they don't have anybody in their circle that's pushing them in the right direction. You know, I try to be that voice around all my homies, even when I'm joking or not joking, like, yeah, bro, you can do it. I got the utmost faith in you. And what's appreciated is when those feelings and those emotions are reciprocated, it it, it just makes your bond that much tighter. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, bro, like be very, be very cautious and weary of these people out here who are in your circles. And every time you doing something cool, they like to undercut it by, by, you know, by making a joke or two. That's all right, bro. You got to be a poker player out here. You got to know how to like hold these cards and you got to know when to play them. Like every time someone wants to say some shit about me, cool, bet I'm about to play this flush card and I just won the pot. That's a, that's a poker reference. Uh, if you guys don't know, but yeah, don't let that shit get to you, man. Keep grinding, keep striving, keep doing whatever the fuck you're doing, man. And just remember that every time you go home and these niggas is talking about you and got your name in their mouth, they're just jealous. That's all it is, bro. Jealousy breeds envy. These motherfuckers want to be like you. And every time they steal an idea from you, it is your job to come back even harder with a better idea. I guess what... I guess the question that I want to ask after making my initial comment is how much longer do you want to keep dealing with the shade or the negative energy in your life? When are you going to wake up and say, 
you know what, today, like, it's enough is enough. Like, I'm not going to let people fucking treat me like no sucker. I ain't going to people, I ain't going to let people shade what I'm doing. Um, and it's kind of hard when you start to do that because I can't even tell you how many times I've tried to insert myself in other groups of people, mainly because they think a lot differently than my circle. Uh, I don't really have any millionaires in my circle. I don't really have anybody with exceptional credit in my circle. Um, but that's what I'm that's what I'm striving to surround myself around, to be honest with you. And I think the reason that I'm trying to do those things is because uh, I mean, that's what growth is about. That's what maturity is about. That's what like figuring out life is is about. Right. Um, constantly being challenged, surrounding yourself around people who are challenging you Um and it's very interesting because the more people that I have come into contact with since dropping some No Right Before Nine merch, uh, I've noticed that a lot of them don't really have much to say. Now, normally, when I'm talking to people nowadays, uh, it's not where they're headed in the next uh, five years or their aspirations or things like that. It's a bunch of like it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of teenage girl gossip. It's like. They're, they're talking about alcohol. Now, first of all, I love beer. I'm a sign level one. Like, uh, I love talking about beer and alcohol and wine and shit like that. But I'm here I go back to that bullshit. Now I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. Time and place, right? Now I sound like a fucking hypocrite. Now you hate me. That's all good. Cool. Let me continue with my point. Um, you know, let's say, for instance, I want to talk like, I want to talk investments. I want to talk, uh, I want to talk taxes. I want to talk. These are things that I'm trying to learn. You know what I'm saying? But every time I'm bringing it, man, what the fuck you want to keep talking about this dumbass shit for, bro? Uh, right there. If y'all got friends like that, you need to learn how to start distancing yourself from them. Um, and what's what's harder to do is is distancing yourself from people who you are feel who you feel as a part of your family. Um, I didn't grow up the most family oriented person in the world, and that's why I hold my friends very near and dear to my heart. I will go to the world's end for my friends than I would do for my own family, and that's just me being very honest with y'all. There was no need for the air horn. I just thought it was fucking cool. So, uh, and I wanted to back myself up and hype myself. But I, I look, I I, under, I I know what that makes me look like a lot of the times. I I, I know. Um, but remember, there are also choices and decisions and reactions to every action that landed me in this position. Um, there are a lot of times where I'm I'm you know I'm trying to talk some serious shit. I'm trying to be like, yeah, let's get this together. But the thing is, you know, a lot of a lot of your friends really just want to go and hang out for the fucking weekend. They're not worried about next year. You know, I think about how much money me and my homies be spending in these bars. It's 0.500% markup in the bar. What that means is like, you can go buy a Bud Light at the fucking store for $3. You don't want to know how much that shit is in the bar? 10. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, two, $3, $4 beer be literally triple the price in the fucking, in the bars. And especially in Washington, D.C. It's it, like, the market for it is crazy through the roof. Um... But, you know, how how come we spend all this money in the bar, but we can't put it all together and go buy a house? How come we can't put it all together and go and do like Nipsey Hussle and, and his brother Black Sam did and, and rent out a space where we can have our creatives work in there together? And it's mainly because a lot of people's priorities are, are all fucked up. You know, like I got a homie who who is constantly coming into cash. But but this dude, all he want to do is rent whips every other week. And I don't get it. That's no shade thrown toward him. But I'm just like, bro, if you could just put that bread 
together with one of another homies that's got some bread, man, y'all could y'all could make some shit shake. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Pop Smoke one time, man. For real. But everyone is just so fucking selfish. Everybody wants to be the fly motherfucker on the block. Everybody want to have these new uh, Sakai waffles. Everybody want to have the new off-whites. Everybody want to want to, want to own this and, and have this and all this shit. But guess what, bro? That don't make you a better person at all. I know motherfuckers with a lot of bread, and you still are the shittiest person I've ever met in my life. I know motherfuckers out here broke, the most humble motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. I've always told myself, if I got there and I got these big endorsements, I got to take some hood niggas with me. They're going to keep me grounded out here. They're going to keep me humble. The right kind, though. Now, let me tell you this. Uh, I don't think that there's any place uh, in the world like Montgomery County, Maryland. And when I say that, I don't mean that in a good way whatsoever. Uh, and I know people may hear this and, you know, get their preconceived notions and be like, man, yeah, fuck no. We just be talking about your shit. Look, man, I'm from, I'm, I'm from Montgomery County, bro. Uh, pretty much born and raised uh, for as long as I can remember. I mean, I lived in Langley Park for a little bit, but I mean, that is still... That, that's right down the street, you know? Uh, I, I I don't be one of these cats who be trying to front from where I'm from. and No, 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 no. Nah, because then my community's going to call me out and then I'm going to look like a fucking liar. And the last thing I want to do is be lying to a bunch of people I'm trying to connect with. Um, but Montgomery County is just full of fucking haters, bro. Like, deadass. Uh, I was talking to one uh, homie at the baby party over the weekend and he was talking about crabs in a bucket. And this reference has been used so many times in Montgomery County. I literally never run into this type of conversation anywhere else in the world. Now, I ain't been around the world. I ain't never left the country. Farthest I've been is the Midwest. But even in the Midwest, the down south, uh, even up north in New York, where it's supposed to be a cold-ass a cold -ass world and a fucking jungle, it ain't like Montgomery County. Crabs in a bucket, for example. Like, next time you go, you know, next time y'all out and you go get your crab legs and you go get your butt, because I feel like that's what quarantine is just bo boiled down to. Boats, crab legs, and 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 Netflix uh, movies. But anyway, notice how every time a crab tries to come out the bucket, there's another crab that wants to pull it down. That is the epiph that like That is verbatim. That is the the that is it. That is what Montgomery County is, and it's very hard to to find a lot of loyalty in Montgomery County. It's very hard to find people that are gonna ride for you, people that believe in you. Uh, you know, I'm I'm around people all the time who I have private conversations with, and they're talking shit about the host of the party that we're at, and that's just how it be, you know. But me being who I am, I can't I can't walk up in the party and be like, yeah, I don't really fuck with you, bro, because you whack as shit, because then I'm starting drama, I'm this, I'm that. I'm going to give you a perfect example, okay? I have an associate. I'm not going to call this person a friend because they're not. I've been shown their true colors, and I know that they're not no fucking friend. They're a manipulative uh, opportunist is what is what they are. Now, um, this this person is literally the type of person to uh, every every statement that comes out of this person's mouth is just hypocritical. Uh, they act like they shit don't stink. And, um, you know, every every um, every conversation we have, it just seems phony. Now, I try to do my due diligence by keeping myself apart. I try to play the game. You know, what I'm saying those are very big things. You, you, you also shouldn't let people know that, you know, you know, but maybe there are subtle hints that you can make nonverbal, of course. That will get them to know that you know, so they they can stop fronting like right there and then. Um, now, let's say for instance I go to a party, okay, and I see and I see somebody at this party that I don't necessarily like, but they don't really know that I don't like them, 
and uh and and all of that okay now me being the person that i am and the cards that i have to play because once again i'm a poker player i can't let them know that i gotta play this game it, it's not me being phony because at the end of the day like i don't have to call this person i don't have to what you you gotta play this game young you really do you don't have to tell these people about them but it, but let me tell you something the moment that you do tell somebody about themselves you're an asshole you're a fucked up person. You're this, you're that. But I don't even understand where where that asshole shit comes into because it's just like, why aren't you the real motherfucker? A big part of growing up and, and gaining maturity, I believe, is knowing when to fold, knowing when to play. Um, and it, 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 it gets hard. The older that you get, the the more people you start to surround yourself with, it gets harder to differentiate that when uh you know when it comes around. Um, but what your job is is to be able to dissect the situation. If something is said that you don't like, if something is done that you don't like, you you get like half of a second to process to process and act upon what is going on. Don't let your actions land you in no fucking jail. Don't excuse me. Don't let your actions. Uh, you know, paint you to be the bad guy, you know what I'm saying? But you also need to be taking accountability for these actions that you're doing. If it's not the best action, cool. You need to own up to it when time, when that time comes. If, uh, you know, if it was the best action, you need to be able to remain humble when those things arise. Don't get big headed because you can lose it all in a second. You know, uh, you know, a lot of people out here, they're very comfortable because they don't think things are going to change. Okay. Um, I want to tell a personal story. It's, it's not my story to tell, but I, I need to tell it. Um, I got this friend who would tell me uh, uh, this dream that he would have and how he'd be running for this bus all the time. You know what I'm saying? And this one particular day he was running for the bus, his phone, his, uh, his wallet fell out of his pocket. And when he was looking at the date and his age and yet do, 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 your man was in his mid forties, still chasing for the bus, still living the same type of life. I don't know if any of you guys have ever had dreams like that where it seems like you're not going anywhere, but I'm telling you, take a real good, hard look at your circle. Are they hindering your progression? Are they? Are they making jokes because they're jealous that they can't be you and they want to hold you down? Or are these those guys that's literally pushing you because you're afraid? Let me tell you something, dog. We, we all know this. Fear is a choice. It's a hard fucking choice, man. And it's, And I'm telling you, I'm, t- I'm telling you, bro, you're going to cry now, but you're going to laugh later. And with all those things being said, man, like, I just want to continuously thank y'all. Like, you you, you have jobs, you have lives, like, you have things that you're fucking doing. And the fact that y'all tune in and give me some love and, you know, every time I see cats out, they, they, they show me some love. I appreciate that. And that shit's never going anywhere. So with all those things being said, man, my name is Scumbag Millionaire. This has been another episode of No Rap Before Nine. And we fucking out. Enjoy your damn week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Thanks be with you, baby. And always I took with a you. half and she took the whole thing. Slow down. Hey, side note, this nigga Drake don't miss. <laughs> we took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react. Been waking up in the crib, but sometimes I don't even know where I'm at.
Please don't pay that nigga songs to this party. I can't even listen to that. Anytime that I run into somebody, it must be a victory lap. Hey, Shotty come sit on my lap. Hey, they saying Drizzy just snap. This in between us is not like a store. This isn't a closable gap. Hey, I see some niggas attack and don't end up making it back. I know that they at the crib going crazy down bad. What they had didn't last. Damn, baby. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing, slow down.